Howdy and welcome to DigiPack Snacks, a fantastical family travel podcast. My name is Colin. And I'm Meg. We are parents of two kids and we are just moms and dads that love to travel. So in this podcast, you're going to hear us talk about all the highs, the lows, and the long miles in between. And in this week's episode... It's a very unique one. I feel like we've done a lot of country deep dives. We've done a lot of location-specific places. But now, we're going to get into travel trends of 2024. Yeah, we're going to talk about home swapping, the northern lights, off-season travel, sports tourism, all the things that are kind of making the decisions for tourists like you and I, and why we are going to the places that we're going. What's kind of that motivating factor? What are the trends? What's the word on the street. So yeah, we're going to chat about those things. But first, before we get into that, we wanted to just address you as our audience. Because man, we love doing this. And the only reason that we do it is because you're listening. And just the encouragement that we've gotten recently from people that are listening all over the world blows my mind. Literally all over the world. Literally all over the world. And I, let's say it again, all All over over the the world. world. And so I just wanted to take a moment to one, say thank you. And two, if you have a minute today, it would mean so much to us to go and leave a five-star review and just share a little something about the podcast and why you listen. Because in doing so, that helps us and our rating get higher and our podcast is able to reach more moms and dads. And that's really the mission here, is just to connect our community of people that love talking about travel. And I know that there are some of you out there that travel's not even really your thing. No, you hate travel. You just like hanging out with us. And you like listening listening to us while you're making dinner or going on a walk. And that's important too. Or going to take a nap and you find our voices somewhat smoothing. Doesn't matter. Soothing. 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 That too. English, both. English, English is hard. I meant both. You meant Smoothing. both. Smoothing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for whatever reason that you keep hitting play, it means the world to us. So if you were to leave a review, we'd be so thankful. Shout out to all the moms and dads out there. We want this space to grow. And speaking of travel, mm-hmm. I feel like, I mean, we're going to talk about travel this whole time. Yeah. Speaking of travel, uh, we ha- we get a lot of messages often on how do you guys do it? How do you guys pay for it? How do you guys get free hotel nights? How do you guys get free flights? What? You only paid $200 to go to Europe. How did it happen? And we get that question a lot. And so instead of answering every single DM, every single comment, every single conversation in passing while we're at the grocery store, we decided to make a free resource. And it's where, Megan? It's on our, well, newly updated, beautiful website, colinandmeg.com. Wow. Well, the actual link to this page is kind of hidden, so you're not going to be able to find it, but it's colinandmeg.com slash points and miles, right? That's right. So this is, I mean, this is a podcast exclusive for all you moms and dads out there. So it's colinandmeg.com slash points and miles, and we basically share with you the top three travel credit cards, because that's really... You know, it's a very nuanced answer on, you know, how travel is fits into our life. But the main way we save money is by credit card 
points and miles and their sign-up bonuses. And so on the page, you'll find three of our favorite travel cards and I kind of tell you what they do, how much they cost, and kind of just my personal take on it and which one you should choose. If you're a Pokemon fan, like this is it, the first three starter Pokemon, which one are you gonna go with? I don't know, it's really up to your spending habits, your lifestyle, how you wanna travel, there's a card for people that don't want to leave the U.S. Mm -hmm. And then there's a card for people that like, I'm only going to the ends of the earth. After being in the points and miles uh, lifestyle, it really is a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. It's not like some strategy. Um, for like over eight or nine years now, you know, I feel like the entire community has kind of said, guys, th these are your three credit cards that you kind of want to gauge and start with. And so give it, a give it a read. And if you click on those links, we get a bonus. So that's a little disclaimer there. But I hope it's a great resource and a first step for you to have more travel in your life. Yeah. Okay. So before we get into what we're here to talk about, the trends, yeah. we just haven't done this in a while. So I was just going to ask you. I knew it. What's a highlight from the weekend maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Why did you know it? Well, because we just kind of went all into this like Addy stuff and I'm like, oh, I need to catch a breath. I need to catch a breath. Let's just like, you know, chat about nothing for a second. You know like, what I mean? Yeah. Like the tea is the, the microwave is beeping. Your tea's hot. You got to go grab it. You got to sit down for a second. <laughs> Like, that's what I pictured in my head. I'm like, I'm talking so fast right now. And so, Leia, how was my week? Well, we got a Costco membership. Again, we, we renewed it. The last time we used it was 2019. And boy, boy, is it glad to be back. Yeah. I feel like I'm a real American now. Like, first step was citizenship. Second step, Costco <laughs> membership. Buying in bulk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, consumerism. Yeah. But, but dollar, this time. Dollar pizza. Except you keep getting the hot dog. <laughs> no, yeah, dollar fifty hot dog and soda, uh, and the girls love it so much. Like I love we told we told them, hey, we're gonna go to this new shop. It's it's pretty cool. It's really fun. And once we got there, they're like, what a grocery store! And then they started eating free samples. And Charlotte was like, hmm. I like this shop. And then every time we leave because it's so cheap, we let them eat a meal. Yeah. But like pizza. Last, they think that's the best thing ever. Last time we were there, it was 2.30 in the afternoon and we just had lunch. But I'm like, whatever, it's a dollar fifty yeah, for hot dog. Do you want pizza? And they eat the entire thing. Yeah. And to them, it's like, wow, we're eating out again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Costco has been great. I love it. And we even had some friends that needed a meal that night. We got them the taco kit and their kids the mac and cheese kit. Yeah. I it's mean, definitely a great resource when you're doing like the meal drop offs for like babies it, or sickness or whatever. Yeah. Because they just have really affordable like, love you. Here's a whole meal. Right. Costco's like tagline is love yourself and love others. Yeah. <laughs> that's the new tagline. Yeah. What about you? Um, Wait, well, that's kind of sad that my highlight of the whole week was said, a Costco membership. Okay, well, I mean, but it's you just can go. The first thing that came to your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going to judge you based off of it. I mean, no one, no one's judging me. Everyone's applauding me. Everyone's I know. applauding you. Yeah. We do at dinner. We, um, I don't think it's an original thing because I think there's even a podcast named this. But you've been what, asking Costco. The, no, you've been asking the girls like they're high, they're low, and they're buffalo. Oh, I got that from a coworker. Oh, did you? Yeah. I think it's so sweet. If you've never, if you're not familiar with it, it's your high and low of the day, and then buffalo is just like 
whatever else you want to say when it's your turn. Like yeah. You have the mic, the mic shout, is hot. Shout out to Kayla. Hey! <laughs> but um, basically, it's high-low. And then Buffalo, she likes it because that's the time where their kids can just kind of tell them something random. Uh, she likes it because um, the kids feel like they can just openly share. Right. And you never know what's going to happen. And then sometimes it's like, oh, wow, we definitely need to talk about that. Yeah. So it's a chance for them to, you know, bring something up. Well, maybe next week we can switch to a more structured, like, check-in. So you don't feel like Costco is all you have to say. We could switch to our high-low buffalo. Yeah, because I felt like I gave a, a really a buffalo and I didn't do highs and lows. But what's yours? Um, well, mine's kind of a buffalo, too. Man, I love... silly thing I to keep say. thinking about buffalo sauce. Really? And how I think it's one of the top five sauces. It's really good. What are your top five Which, sauces? Well, no, just speaking of buffalo sauce in general, yeah. my favorite meal at Chick-fil-A, I don't, okay, one, disclaimer, we don't eat out very much because we're on a budget, right? Yeah. Two, we... Colin, that's, how, that's how we afford travel. <laughs> Colin despises eating at Chick-fil-A because regardless of how much the bill is, he'll get the receipt and go, we could have sat down at like a sit down restaurant for this price. Yeah. Like he's like, we could have gone to like a Mexican restaurant, a steak restaurant, whatever. And 30 minutes later, I'm hungry. But it is the best place to go on a road trip when you don't want to get out of the car and uh, you have healthy yeah. options. So my favorite thing to order right now, if you want something healthy, is you get the kale salad. Yeah. As a side. Yeah. Then you get a 12 count of grilled nuggets. And then you slather those babies. In the zesty buffalo sauce. In the sauce. zesty buffalo sauce. Golly. And then you dump them on top of the kale salad. Wow. And it's so good. It should be an official salad at Chick-fil-A. Yeah, I don't... It's just... It's so good. And it's so filling. Okay. My buffalo of the week was <laughs> I... Care, I know. Thank, thank you, Kayla, for this. I... I cared for the first time in my life about football on Sunday. Oh my gosh. Like, I, I'm that person, you guys. I'm that person that they're making memes about. I'm that person that people are, like, annoyed with that I care about football because of Taylor. I mean, before the whole conversation about if she can make it to to- from Tokyo to Las the Vegas, like, a few days before, you had already broken down everything. Yeah. I was already figuring out, yeah. wait, what's going to happen if they actually make it to the Super Bowl? You're a travel Swifty. But I, well, yeah, I, I would If there's, like, her. different kinds of Barbies, you're, like, a different kind of Swifty. You're a travel Swifty. <laughs> go, 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 Swifty. You got the travel backpack and your fancy carry-on. I just didn't grow up. I mean, my dad's a big sports fan, but I didn't really grow up with any sport bone in my body. Like, I've just never followed a team. I've never, like, gotten behind a team and had ownership or anything like that. Is that why you got that cute pickleball paddle that you've used once? That, that has nothing to do with following a major sport league. <laughs> but you, uh, we, it's we, also we, been winter. We're just on the topic of sports. Well, I'll play pickleball when it's warm outside. We'll see. It's too much to be cold. We'll see. At night anyway. Um, I've never followed a professional sports team, but because of Taylor, I was really invested in just following this story. Would they make it to the Super Bowl? Is she going to go there? None of that can happen unless they win this game this past Sunday. And y'all, it was a multiverse moment. Like never in our almost 10, in our 10 years of being together. Yeah. Never have the words football or anything <laughs> NFL have ever come up because I don't watch football. Yeah. And this Sunday was the first time and I've, I mean, we checked I, scores. Yeah, a check score. I mean, I was just really invested and then delighted when they won because now we just get to continue to see this play out. So that just makes me, I don't know, I'm like a, I'm a fake fan. 
I'm a temporary I fan. I think that's your high and not your buffalo. Let's be honest. That, that was I mean, your it high. Was a high. It was really fun when they yeah. won. Yeah. Because now all the other things get to happen too. Right. Also, we'll never chat about the lows on this podcast. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it seems really personal. <laughs> the lows are bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> the lows are like sickness. Oh, hey, actually though, speaking of bedtime, we mm-hmm. it's a pretty high week for bedtime. I mean, this is, let's be real. If you are parents of young children, then you know that, that, yes, you have to sleep train your kids when they're infants, but little do you know that that's only the first time of many and then you that just you're going slowly to give sleep up. train your kids throughout their young life. You know, training them as babies to sleep independently is one thing. I didn't know that we were going to keep doing that for years. Well, our oldest is seven. Yeah. And from ages one to seven, we've just been on a decline of give up. Yeah. It's just like you get to the end of the day and then they're like, well, you sit in here for a minute. So then, I don't know, for a week or two, you're like, sure, it's not going to hurt. I'm going to sit in here for a minute when the lights are off. Then it becomes like three hours later. You stay in here until I'm literally asleep. And we've been doing that. We've you know why? Because it's the give up. Because we just, yeah, I mean, it, yeah. But we've given up. But, but then two weeks ago, we said, no, no, no. I kind of want to take credit for this, but we can, you can go on. Okay. Two weeks ago, Colin <laughs> said, right. enough is enough. Enough is enough. We got to, we got to switch this up. They are, they are big girlies now. And so we just implemented some things. We implemented like, we, we Some started, book reading. We started bedtime earlier. They read independently for a while. Then we go in and read them a book. And then when we're done reading that book, it's hugs and kisses. I, yeah. The lights go out and we leave. And y'all, they stay in bed. I know there's like 95% of y'all that are just like, y'all been doing that for so long. <laughs> like, and yes, you know what? Yes. Pick your battles, people. We were picking different Don't battles. At us. But we have been delighted that they have yeah. navigated this so well. Yeah. And I mean, let's be real. They're five and seven. So Yeah. But I'm like, every night I'm like, oh my gosh, they're asleep. They're asleep. And they're they humans. Did, and they did it. And I didn't have to scratch their back for 30 minutes. Yeah. They're not gremlins. I know. How about it? Okay. Well, so that was a good, that was a shared mutual high. Yeah. That's been a win in Way to house. go. Team Buffalo. Team Go Chiefs. Buffalo. All right, Megan. Travel Mama. trends of 2024 and beyond. You ready for this? Let's do it. Number one on the list. Are you guys ready for this? Let me hear you say, yeah. All right. Okay. Number one, we got set jetting. No, I did not say that wrongly. I didn't try to say jet setting. I said set jetting. And it's basically what you see on a TV set or a movie set. And you're like, man, that place looks so cool. And therefore, you travel to that location. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, White Lotus on HBO. Hawaii and Sicily for season one and two, the tourism boards have reported a 300% increase since the show came out. Which is wild because those places are already popular. Yeah, but people want to go to like the hotel. Specific places. Yes. And so, and I started to think, I'm like, that is so true because in the past, I don't know, 10 years, I feel like all these uh we've been to a lot of locations that like oh yeah this was this was filmed here mm-hmm. this was that and i'm just gonna list a few places that we've been to that are kind of like that yeah um dubrovnik croatia mm-hmm. had the game of thrones not been filmed there like would we have even known about it 
Yeah, that's true. You know? I mean, yeah. And they have tours when you're there that you can go to exact filming locations. Like, yeah. they're kind of monopolizing off of this idea. Oh, yeah. And then Bali, obviously, we were there last year. All I could think about was what, what did Julia Roberts do? Yeah. You know? And I'm trying to think. I'm sure Bali was already popular um, back in the 90s and 2000s because of the Australians, mm -hmm. because they love surfing. And I'm sure that was already a hot spot. But I think after the movie came out, it turned the whole Western world to like, Attention. oh, Bali. Yeah. You know, I want that like eat, pray, love thing. Right. right? And then we, this is one of my favorite rom-coms. A lot of y'all, you know, some of you like The Notebook. Some of y'all like P.S. I Love You. That one's actually pretty good. But I don't know why my favorite is Leap Year. Yeah, Do you know I, what I'm talking about? I know the movie. Yeah. yeah, Amy Adams. And she basically, let's talk about the, the plot and premise real quick. February 29th, it's a tradition in Ireland where like that's the one day where the girl can propose to the guy. Mm -hmm. And so she's like, man, he's not proposing to me. I'm going to go to Ireland. He's there on a work trip. I'm going to go surprise him and propose to him. Well, she ends up, you know, in a terrible storm and has to land in Dingle. And guess who went to Dingle last March? We did. Colin and Meg. And guess what he kept saying the whole time? This is so leap year. This is like the movie. This is so leap year. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Our first night when we pulled up to the guest house, it was like... You know, in Ireland, you don't want to sleep in a like a chain hotel. You want that like, I want the bed and breakfast that's above the pub, right. so I can go downstairs and get a pint of Guinness. And it was everything that it was. You know, it was just cozy. And so set jetting is a on. It's it's not a real trend. I mean, it's not a it's not a new trend. That's what I'm trying to say. But I think in 2024, people are like, oh yeah, I want to go there. Yeah, you know. All right, so the next trend that we have is home swapping. Yeah. So speaking of love rom-coms, mm -hmm. love rom-coms. Oh, your favorite. Um, the Holiday is my favorite movie of all time. I mean, Says I've every just, white girl. I've just seen it, I mean, countless times. And in the movie, they they swapped homes. They, they home swapped. They traded houses from L.A. to... Oh, England. It was like Cotswold. It looked like Cotswold. No, it was outside know. of London. Outside. Oh, that's true. She said it was a 40-minute drive okay, or something. from LA to England, though, they tra they traded homes. And one of the reasons... They, meaning Cameron Diaz and Kate Winslet. Yes. And they made it... They kind of put it on the map. That was even before Airbnb, But though. this movie came out in like... Forever ago. 2000. I know. But now, I think it's revving back up. And do you want to know why I think why? Why? Because people are wanting to travel for longer periods of time, mm. for 30 days, for a month. They want to go somewhere yeah. and they want to stay there longer because we're working remotely. We can you know, travel more. We aren't bound to our like physical office buildings anymore. Yeah. But renting an Airbnb for 30 days... It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, especially I mean, depending on where you're going. And this is coming from the people that won a program from airbnb yeah and we you know we had a budget but still we got really acquainted fast with oh my gosh renting a house in america for 30 days on airbnb is near to impossible america so is expensive yep. so home swapping removes that premise because depending on the site that you're working through you're not paying cash you're putting your home up for offer and you're literally swapping homes yeah wow how many times can we say swap 
Swap the home, save some money. But you looked into it. I looked into it. One of the companies that I thought was really cool that was doing it is called Kindred. Live Kindred at Live Kindred, LiveKindred.com. Wow, that was an ad. Can I get paid for this? Um, okay, <laughs> but I thought it was really cool. And just for the fun of it, I okay. applied. Yes. I put up our home. With no pictures? Well, the next step was to do four or five pictures. I okay. haven't gotten there yet. Okay. But I wanted to just start the application. And with Kindred, it is a members only. You have to have an invite code and then you kind of can check a box if you don't have one. I didn't have one, so I just skipped that part. But the main four things that they like tell you is that you get to approve who you're swapping with. You get a guest kit. So once the swap is, you know, got the green light, they send you a box filled with towels, sheets, cleaning supplies, a lock box for your front door, like kind of oh. like a host kit, wow. which I thought was really cool. Yeah. The third thing is professional cleaning. And this comes out of the cleaning fee. There's like a minimal cleaning fee that is involved in this. So yes, you know, you're not paying per night, but there are like some minimal fees. And they really stress that they, Kindred, will arrange for a professional cleaner to clean the whole house before you come home. Which I thought was, yes. I love that. Yeah. And then number four is, of course, a million dollars in host protection, which is what you see in Airbnb, VRBO, RV share, all that stuff. So the basics. Yeah. But I thought the basics were good. Yeah. It's really something that I want to explore more. I think it would work really great if you're listening from a place where people like to vacation. Yeah. You know, if you live in Maui, if you live somewhere on the beach in Florida. And you want to um, go to like Lisbon for the month. Right. Like Boom. if you live in a place that people naturally go, I think that I would explore this hands down because it feels like a really affordable way to make it happen. And yeah, you probably need to watch some videos on how people lock up valuables or, you know, clear their personal items out. But if you're leaving for a month and you get to go on vacation somewhere and not pay an absurd amount of money for housing, yeah. all that work is worth it to me. Yeah. Well, um, it says on the Kindred website that like don't worry too much about your personal stuff unless it's really personal because they people are coming in assuming that it's someone else's home true so they're you not know, like expecting empty drawers it's not like stuff. airbnb where like i want it to be a vacation rental that's true. you know you're kind of putting that aside for yeah. the deal for the sake of the deal um for the sake of this podcast yeah i am gonna apply I want you to. The photos say you don't have to clean your house. They just, well, you have to apply and they have to approve you. And so I, I got to take some photos of the kitchen. You know, they really like homes to have workstations. So I'll do that. They say you don't clean. We just want to get a sense that, A, your house is real. So I'm going to do it and I'm going to update people in next week's episode. Okay. I just feel like for us, it would be interesting because who, who wants, wants to, to come, come here? here? <laughs> well, we're going to sell it as you are 45 minutes to an hour away from the the mountains of Asheville. Yeah. Maybe. And lake life. Yeah. Wow. And, and Clemson football. We're just nestled away. If you're in, you know, <laughs> London and you really love Clemson football, <laughs> okay. this is the house for you. All right. Next up, Megan, we got traveling with chefs, like a foodie field trip. So these are like trips where a celebrity chef or maybe just a prominent chef in town that says, I'm going to go to Tuscany. All y'all customers that come in every Thursday night Let's take this party to Italy and go on a week of eating and all that kind of stuff. I mean, that sounds fun. That sounds really fun. And I even have friends that already do this. 
I have my friend Ben and Jess from Thailand. They go to destinations solely to eat. Mm-hmm. And so they go to Japan only to eat. They go to Korea just to eat. They don't care. They don't care about like the sights, the sightseeing, what to do, where to sleep. They're like, let's just go eat. And I love that. And so I'm glad that this is a trend that is growing. And what celebrity chef, Megan, if you had to pick one chef, who would you go with and where? Well, it kind of feels like an embarrassing answer because I don't know many chefs off the top of my head. Um, You know Martha Stewart, Rachel Ray. Okay, so I would pick Joanna Gaines. Oh. Because, I mean, she's a chef. Yeah. And I don't know where we'd go. We could go literally anywhere. I, I think you don't she care. likes your... I don't know. I'm literally picking her because she loves good food and I love to be her bestie. Wow. Um, so that's why I'm picking... That's my first fun A answer. A trip with Joanna. Sign me up. Like maybe we could go to Italy and just eat lots of pasta. Remember we were in Florence the same time they were? Yeah. And I kept looking... I thought maybe I'll see him when I round the corner. Oh my gosh. My eyes were peeled. I know. I was look. I was looking for him. They, they, we didn't... We didn't get the chance to meet. So. Yeah, or we did and we can't say it on the podcast Yeah, because we signed the non-disclosure. Secrets forever. Yeah. My second answer, which this one is going to make you laugh. You have two. An- you went from zero answers to two answers. Yeah. Well, because I just am like, you'll, you'll get it in a second. My second answer would be you. Oh. In Malaysia. Oh. Because, and maybe, I think I've already experienced this to an extent, but I think other people, yeah, you would be a great person for other people to go to that part of the world wow. with because you know what to order. And sometimes yeah. that's the most intimidating part of traveling is you're looking at the menu, you know there's good stuff on there. Yeah. But unless you do your research, you're going to miss out on the local faves. You know, yes. you don't know what to ask for. Yeah. So I think that you, even though you're like, you're my chef. Yeah, you, know, you cook all my food. Yeah, <laughs> I think that you would be a fun person to to do this. Wow. With. Okay, I picked. Uh, what immediately came to mind was Chef Roy Choi, owner of Kogi Barbecue and all that kind of all that fun stuff, the chef show. Uh, but I want, and I love his restaurant, Best Friends, which is in Las Vegas. I've never been, but I've watched the special, and he's just someone that I would want to. I feel like we are uh, equal, equal. Like we like the stuff that he eats. I love. Yeah. And so I just want to eat whatever he likes, and so that's where I would go. Equal, equal. Equal, equal is a term that some friends of ours use, and it means that like if you're looking at two people, and maybe there's a he and a she. Yeah. Equal, she equal. That they just match. It's like peas in a pod. Yeah. That, two peas we, in a pod. It's kind of like two peas in a pod. Yeah. All right. And so me and Roy Choi are kind of like equal, equal. Yeah. And I would love to eat where, I, I mean, he is lives in LA, so I want to go to LA. I've never been to LA, but he would be, yeah, that would be my pick. Okay. So number four on the travel trends, we are, we've already talked about this on a podcast this year. Mm-hmm. But the northern lights are coming in hot. For two years. For two years. And the experts are saying, if this is on your bucket list, this is the time to plan the vacation, to prioritize that experience as being your next travel item that you're going to check off. Yeah. And so I just, I mean, we've chatted about this a little bit, but how would you make that happen? If if this was your year and you were deciding, I want to make this happen, what would you do for your best chance at seeing them? I would go to the capital of the Northern Lights, 
Tromso, Norway. Yeah. And I just, or somewhere, you know, in that area, the Laplands, your Finlands, your whatever. And I just want to stay at a hotel where I can stay put. I'm not going to go like hunt for it. Mm-hmm. That's mistake number one. Don't hunt for it. Just like wait in its like spot and wait till the front desk calls me and says there's Northern Lights above you. I do think there's something to be said about because, you know, they're so unpredictable. If there are clouds, if there's any kind of crazy weather, you have to it has to be a clear sky. Yeah, they have to be out. There are all these things that have to line up. So I do think there's something to be said about staying in one place or maybe like picking somewhere that you can do day trips, but you end back relatively in the same place. Because the thing is, if you like, for instance, if you go to Iceland and you're driving around the island, then you're taking, you're like flipping a coin every day because these locations are yeah. like different elevations. They're in different places. Right. That every day, you know, you might not get the clear sky. What I wouldn't do mm-hmm. is go on a Northern Lights tour or Northern Lights trip because then like it just, I don't know, it just builds it up. And then what happens if you don't see it? Well, I mean, you know? I, I wouldn't necessarily make fun of those trips because those people are going to give you your best chance. If you're not feeling very confident. I think I've just been burned many times, <laughs> Megan. So I have like, you know, I have, I have some baggage yeah. when I it mean, comes to the Northern ultimately, Lights. Ultimately, it takes a little bit of luck. So I would say... Yeah. Do like, it's nature. Do like... This is what my, this is what my advice would be. I, oh, just, okay. I just thought of this. Pick a place where you can see them. Yeah. But on your way there, yeah. you do a stopover in another fun place. Uh-huh. So maybe you've never been to London. So you're going to go to London for three days and then you're going to go north to see the Northern Lights. Okay. Or something like that. So that when the trip is over, you've got other wins in your pocket. It's just one of the It's one of the goals. Cap. It's one of your goals yeah. on your, on your it's trip. It's one of the spices in your spice you're gonna rack. You're going to throw the dice, but it's not, but you're not just going to bet yeah. all your... It's one of the toppings in your <laughs> baked potato. Yeah, yeah. What he said. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Next up, number five, we got better kids menus. And okay, I'll this, be honest. Okay. And I'm kind of nervous. Yeah. Because I don't. I want. I. I'm comfortable with my chicken fingers and fries. Okay. Well, I also wanted to specify this isn't the. This is kind of a funny one on our list because this isn't like why someone would travel to Bali. I've heard they have really great kids food. <laughs> Well, but they do. I know. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it does come into consideration when you're traveling with a family. Yeah. But this is just kind of a funny one because I feel like they are stepping it up. And I don't know if it's like mm. a demand thing because I do feel like as parents, now that we're bringing our kids to these really unique places, I value more that they try local food. Yeah. But the local food has to be made in such a way that a Western child's palate is going to be even open to trying it. So it's kind of like... Well, I don't know. I kind of just want to give them the real thing and just let their brains melt. When it's really That's good. my approach. Yeah. I yeah. mean, if you have I want kid, them to have the real thing. I don't want them to have like the Western lens. Okay, but I'm. But the example is when we yeah. were in Bali, we were at a restaurant called Milk and Madu. We actually ate there in two different locations because... 
It was so good. We were creatures of habit. We were creatures of habit. But one of the things that they did is their kids' meals were like elevated. You know, they had a chicken nugget option, but then yes. it came with a smoothie. It yeah. came with like fresh fruit. Yeah. Um, it wasn't just like it made it feel like, okay, if that's the only thing your kid's going to eat, it still felt like an elevated experience yeah. of being able to try some local dragon fruit or something yeah, yeah. when you were eating your meal. Which I thought was so cool. And I, yeah. Elevated. I elevated that's what this the travel trend is elevated kids menus and this is happening worldwide (laughs) parents because our generation the millennials i feel like have been more adventurous in food compared to our parents and so that is trickling down and so the restaurant industry is like oh okay i get it like you parents you want your kids to try it too yeah, you know? and not only just adventurous with food, but I feel like due to many circumstances, we're traveling with our kids internationally far more than our parents did just yeah. because of the opportunity for air yeah, yeah, being yeah. more affordable sometimes. Yeah. Um, that we're able to bring our kids to places, so that increases the demand too for people to have options for young tourists yeah. to eat. Okay, our next one on the list is no surprise to anyone, but prioritizing off-season travel because people are fed up with the prime time prices i'm fed up i'm fed up i mean last summer as much as we love to travel we didn't travel because we were like we're not paying these flight prices we're not paying these hotel rooms for 400 a night just because it's summer well it's not even yeah i mean even one of the locations that we love to go 30a in florida yeah i was looking up airbnbs there for next week honestly just because i'm tired of the cold and i wanted the sun i was like let's just see how much it would cost me just to go in january i knew i married the right person (laughs) so i was just you know perusing and it was really affordable it kind of took me back because when we go in the summer it can be so expensive. It's 10 times the price. So then I was looking in January and February, you can snatch a deal and like you can stay for a week in a decent Airbnb for like $600. Wow. Because it's not tourist season. Nobody's there. Well, next week's episode, it's live from Florida, baby. (laughs) Right. That same Airbnb in the summer can be upwards of $4,000 a week just because it's prime time. Yeah. And that's when they make their money. And people are fed up. We're fed up. So it is there just the idea that maybe you really want to go to Italy. But yeah. instead of going in July, you're going to go in September. You're going to yeah. take a week off of work. Or just figuring out when you can find that sweet spot, regardless of what your location is, right. to go in the off season, it's going to save you money. And I mean, the only thing that this is a disadvantage for are people that really put all of their travel into the summer months. Because mm. American summer months are pretty much peak travel for anywhere in the world. Right. Because all the Westerners are traveling. Yeah. Yeah. And this is not just, you know, our opinion. Uh, You know, a lot of cities have reported a big uptick in March, a big uptick in September. And honestly, it's my favorite time to travel. There's less crowds, off-season travel. It's going to be a thing. Yeah. Take advantage of it. Yeah. Change your dates. Um, Another thing on the list, we're talking sports tourism. Now, this is a big thing for this upcoming year because why? Uh, because of the Olympics, Megan. The Olympics hitting Paris, France. And I read that there are going to be over a million people yeah. expected to flood into the city just to watch the Olympic Games. Uh, it's going to be a summer of just tears and romance and joy and sweat. Hard work. Hard work? 
heartbreak, all that. It's going to be, I mean, it, that's a lot. I mean, traveling for sports, one thing, all of a sudden it becomes a peak season. Yeah. Because you're fighting over the same hotels and the same flights. Yeah. Oh, terrible. But one of the things that we were excited to read is you mentioned a while back about them cleaning up the river. Yeah. The river Seine was going to be cleaned up and people were joking. <laughs> How are you going to do that? And Paris said, easy. We're going to invest 1.4 billion euros. And it's happening. This summer, they're going to expect people to go swimming in Paris, and I want to be in that crowd, Megan. I know. So for the people that are visiting Paris for the Olympics, they made this goal that the river would be clean because they're hosting the Summer Olympics. Yeah. They wanted people who are visiting the city to be able to cool off in the river. Gosh. So just imagine the thinking. Can we go? The forethought that they had to count back. Yeah. Once they got the bid for the Olympics, that they yeah. were like, okay, a goal before then is we want people to love our city. Yeah. It's gonna be hot. Because honestly, I cool we when we went in November, I my first time, I did not enjoy it so much. Mm. Well, you're a nature guy. I'm a nature guy. There was a lot of there was a lot of walking, um, <laughs> but it was also just cold, and you know it's not that romantic, you know, in November. But I'm sure. In the summer, it's just, I mean, the oxygen probably smells like love, you know? <laughs> and you add in the water feature and just yes. having a place to like sit by the river and eat and jump in, like that's just going to change the whole dynamic oh, of the I'm city. eat so much carbs. Eat so much carbs. Can we go? Let's go. Off season. Oh gosh. After the medal ceremonies. And once it's all over, closing day, we'll, we're arriving Paris on the Olympic the closing day. day. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, another thing that you've kind of set on our yes. calendar. Um, the World Cup, y'all. The biggest event, the number one event in the world, the World Cup, is happening in the U.S. in 2026. I know, I know. It's like almost three years away from now. But... On February 4th, in a couple days, they are doing the draw of what cities gets what game. And me over here, I'm already geeking out. This is sports tourism. I'm going to route my whole trip and I'm going to try to get tickets in all these different cities in the U.S. I'm going to get some of my family members here in America with me. We're going to... I don't know, jump in the car and just drive and go to all these places. And so that's like so exciting to me. Yeah. You know, that is exciting. And we didn't talk about this, but I think it can be sports tourism slash concert tourism because not to bring her up a second time in the episode. Oh gosh. We're not doing this for the algorithm, Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey. (laughs) No, but Taylor traveling to Europe this summer. I know. Which Taylor, Megan? Taylor Swift, Swift. Travis Kelsey, (laughs) algorithm picked this up. So many people that I know are traveling to Europe to see her and then making a vacation out of it. I mean, we tried. I mean, yeah, we've already talked about that. We got tickets and then we sold them because we were like, okay, our kids are five and seven. We don't need to spend this much money for them to see Taylor. And it was like 400 bucks a night. Yeah. Anyway, Uh, we, we bought into it and then we jumped ship. But, but I totally get why people are doing it. And it's so interesting because there's going to be a complete surge of people visiting these cities mm. during the summer because that's when she's going. And she's the reason people are booking tickets right. and getting over there. So I think that's so fascinating. I mean, it's even changed my mind about like visiting a place because, you know, Bruno Mars just finished seven nights in Tokyo, sold out Tokyo Dome. And I'm like, 
that would have been such a fun combo. Oh, yeah, to like, coincide. I want to go to Japan to do all the Japan things. Oh, and one of the nights I'm going to go see Bruno. Yeah. Like, that cool. is just fun. That's really cool. You know? And as, what's also fun is introducing our kids to Bruno Mars, and they love him. Well, they had, like, a little promo video where he's like... "Go Okay, go to his Instagram <laughs> yeah. and watch the latest reel. It is the most catchy, the most, like, vibrant thing I cannot keep my eyes off of it. It's just it like, so fun to watch. Bruno in Tokyo. Well, don't 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 ruin it. Don't ruin it, Megan. Okay. Just go. Yeah. Okay. The last thing on our list is one that will the just, biggest travel trend. The biggest. Thanks for listening to the end. And if now you've made we're it this far, the biggest travel mm, trend of 2024. Yeah. Which is to travel with us <gasps> in 2025. <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> So, I but mean, because we love you, we're telling you now. Yeah. So we're basically just dreaming it up. So eventually it would be fun to do something international, but I want to do something first and foremost that's like accessible yeah. that a lot of people can come to that listen stateside. Granted, if you're listening around the world, I'm so glad you're here. That's like maybe 2026. But say it again, Megan. Travel with Colin and Meg. 2025 we want to have it at a retreat center maybe next to a national park we basically just want to show up in the same place at the same time there will be lots of opportunity to travel independently as your own family yeah then we'll do things together because we're going to be new friends and i just can't shake the idea kids are allowed kids will come kids are allowed because this is for the moms and dads and it's not like we're doing anything like you still get to plan your own schedule we're just going to overlap at certain times so that Mm. we can hang out and we can make these magical memories lots of meals together we might we might do something of a resource we might do a little workshop here and there yeah maybe a little class here and there but mostly it's just a family camp yeah and so if this sounds fun to you I would love if you shot us an email or a DM or a message and you just let us know, I w- like, I would be down. This yeah. is what I would want. Uh, I don't know. Like, just like, let us know oh, what about, about that this, sounds Megan? exciting. How about this? They can go to colinandmeg.com. Yeah. Scroll down and yeah. join the friends list. Okay. Subscribe to the list. And let's do, let's make it happen, y'all. Well, yeah, that's how they'll get updates. But I want, I was also interested in feedback. Oh, like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. They wanted to tell me this sounds exciting or. We should do this. We should go here. Right. Yeah. yeah. Any feedback is definitely Bring this welcome. celebrity chef. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, now you're dreaming. Record a live podcast. We should definitely record a live podcast. I don't know. It's kind of nerve wracking. It's okay. Yeah. We but they get it. to see the behind the scenes. Yeah, all the times where we're like, say that yeah. again. The, yeah. Um, anyway, but we're really excited about it. It's something that's on the books and we're hoping to do it like spring 2025. So a year from mm, now. Come on. So come on. Plan that. In it your- might, yeah. I mean, secretly, it might be in Costa Rica. Secret. Oh my gosh. Anyway. <laughs> Megan thinks it's going to be some American. I'm like, Costa Rica, let's go. Okay. Um, well, that's it. We that's did it. it. Those are the trends. Take us out, Megan. Take us out. Take Thank, us out. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week. Don't forget to pack snacks. Talk to you soon. Bye. Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift.